You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We are continuing our conversations in the Set Apart to Serve series, and today we get to talk with a teacher, but not just her teacher and principal, right here in the St. Louis area. She has a great story to share. Joining me today, Linda Dane, principal of Our Savior Lutheran School in Fenton, Missouri. Mrs. Dane, welcome to The Coffee Hour. Thank you. It's exciting to be here. I am looking forward to sharing your story with our listeners today. Our paths crossed at a school where you were serving previously prior to Our Savior. And so I got to learn a little bit about your path to becoming a principal. And I think it's a unique story of how the Lord brought you into the church and into teaching ministry. Let's start with the story of how the Lord brought you into the Lutheran church. It is quite a unique story. So I was actually raised Catholic, and so I went to church every year. I mean, every, sorry, not year. I went to church every week with my family. And, but every summer, the little church up the street had vacation Bible school. And so my mom, of course, summer, it's like we need to get our children out of the house. So she would send me up to the vacation Bible school. And I remember the Kool-Aid and I remember the cookies because that's the most important thing of vacation Bible school and the Jesus story. I also remember the crafts. I still remember having the little cross made out of matches. I remember the song. I love to tell the story. That was the big song then. And, and so vacation Bible school was great for me. When things happened at the Catholic church that I was just a little not thrilled about, but I still knew that I really wanted to go to church. That was the first thing that I thought about was going to church there. So I actually went to the church there. And so that is, and of course, because there's always that saying, well, Lutherans are almost like Catholic because the service is kind of the same. So I actually went up there and started attending the church there. And the thing that was really exciting to me was that I actually, for the first time, actually started reading the Bible and looking at the Bible and realizing that a lot of the service was actually in the Bible. So that was just actually a very exciting thing. So that's how I became a Lutheran. So. What a beautiful, st- it started with education, Vacation Bible School, mm-hmm. this congregation offering Vacation Bible School that was a start for you and got you connected to this congregation. And then when you were seeking out a congregation, a different congregation, that was where the Lord brought you. Now, you have an interesting story also into the teaching ministry as well. What was what was your first career path that you considered as you were looking at college and also your first career? What were the things that that were that you saw on the horizon as potential career? So as my family, we did not attend colleges. So my thing all through high school was that I was going to do accounting. And so I actually went to a business school. And so I did a 10-month program and actually did accounting. And so I worked as an accounting person. I worked for a direct mail house, and then I actually worked for a law firm. So I actually did that all total for 15 years by the time I finished and switched over to the second career. And then how, when did you start thinking about changing careers? You were in a career in accounting and then made a change. Right. So, 
So what happened was, as I was going to church and all of that, I started becoming active and I started teaching Sunday school, really enjoyed doing that. And one of the teachers there, one of the the teachers that was there said, you would really be a good teacher. And I really did love it. And so I had never really thought about it before, but I really did enjoy it. And the working at the law firm in accounting was quite stressful. I mean, I do love numbers, but there's really not a lot of satisfaction in that. was a lot of fun teaching on Sundays. I really looked forward to that every week. And so I said, God, if this is really what I'm supposed to be doing, I can't just like quit my job and just go back to college. And obviously I would have had to start from the very beginning because I did not have any college at all. And so I was in my 20s and then I'm going, okay, and then I'll be in my 30s. Oh, no. (laughs) By the time I finish, and that's really old when you're in your 20s. So I was like, God, if this is really the path you want me to go, you really need to make a way for this to happen. So I did end up going to the University of Missouri, St. Louis, and I ended up taking classes two nights a week, nine hours at a time. So, and it worked out And so it it took over six years time. I did that, but it always worked out that I only had to go two nights a week for nine hours at a time. And so the classes always fell that way, which anybody who goes to college knows that it just never happens that way. So, but it did because God provides those things. And so it, it actually worked out great because I still needed to work full time during the day and then take those classes at night. Because this was before online, you know, there really wasn't like computer things like there are now. So, yeah. So you were able to earn an education degree locally here in St. Louis while you were still working full time. When did you then, what was your next step then after completing your degree? So as, so a lot of things happened personally during that time too. So during that time, I actually got married. So that was a transition. And then I also had a child. I had my first child. So when I graduated from college, I actually had a six-month-old. When I did my student teaching, I actually, I knew that I really wanted to teach in a Lutheran school the whole time. But I did my, because I went to the University of Missouri-St. Louis, I did, I had to do part of my student teaching in a public school. So I did part of it in a public school, and then I did part of it at Christ Community Lutheran School. So I got to do a little bit of those. And so I did that. Uh, and then the next thing that I did was then I actually got my first job as a third and fourth grade teacher at um, Messiah Lutheran Church up on Grand. So I did that for two years, but both years that I taught, I was pregnant with my other two children. So that was But it was exciting. And then it was like, but I just got my teaching degree. So I don't want to stay home, but I do because they're my children. So yeah, so it was exciting. So there were lots of questions and perhaps questions about what steps to take next. Even going back to the college days and then also your early years in teaching career, who was supportive? Who Who were your encouragers along the way? Even making that decision to go to college to to pursue an education degree? So like I said before, I was the first person in my family to earn a degree. 
from college. So I was the first college graduate in my family. So um, it was a big deal. So they were supportive, but they didn't really understand it. Um, And my husband obviously was very supportive. It was a lot for him to allow that. But then also once we had Nathan, then he also then had to take care of him as I worked full time and then did that as well. My friends were, but then also the church and even the encouragement along the way, like I said, the the Sunday school teachers and the teachers who were there that said you should be going. And once they found out that I was doing that, so even the members of the congregation were just very supportive and helpful. So it was important that someone in your congregation saw this gift and skill set that you had that would be valuable as a teacher and encouraged you to consider it and then supported you along the way as you were pursuing that degree. And certainly the support of your husband, having a spouse that's on the same page, that's willing to, to, to support and also as a family make sacrifices so that you can finish the degree and, and then pursue that teaching path. Absolutely. So when, let's see, so you taught, you, you, you had more children in your first few years of teaching. Did you ever take some time off from teaching to, to be home for a while? I did. Huh? I did. So I stayed home for a few years. And then during that time, because of my passion about BDS and staying at home is difficult for me just to stay at home. So, so I actually did help direct some vacation Bible schools. And so, and that was always one of the things that I would tell the volunteers. And I still do that to this day. Every time I'm at a vacation Bible school, I always tell my story just so that people know that you just never know who you're going to touch when you're doing this, because it can be hectic, it can be crazy, but you just never know who you're going to touch and how that impact is going to impact. You just know, you don't know. And so that, that was great. So yeah, so I took off a few years and then I started working part-time for a year. I started working part at Christ Community Lutheran for a year. And then I actually then went out to St. Mark's, which is where we met. And I was out there for 20 years as a teacher. So, And we have more to learn about your time at St. Mark's and your growth and development there which then prepared you for where God has you now as well. We'll continue that story in just a moment. We are continuing our conversation on the Set Apart to Serve series today. We're talking with Linda Dane. She's teacher and principal at Our Savior Lutheran School in Fenton, Missouri. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. We are continuing our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series. Today, our guest is Linda Dane, teacher and principal, Our Savior Lutheran School in Fenton, Missouri. And we're learning about her path into teaching and education as a Lutheran teacher. What does that mean for someone who does this as second career, makes a career change 
early on in the in your career in accounting made that change, but had that still that a whole path of education, getting a college degree, and then more of that formation that happens in those early years as a teacher, taking stepping aside for a little bit and taking some time off from teaching full time to continue to serve your family in that way as mom. But that didn't keep you away because you also enjoyed Vacation Bible School, as you shared in the last segment, which always give you the opportunity to encourage others to consider how they might also be potentially a Lutheran teacher as well. And so you taught at Concordia, our Christ Community Lutheran School here in St. Louis for a, a few years. And then that brought you to St. Mark's in Eureka, where you spent 20 years. So the majority of your career as a Lutheran teacher. When you started at St. Mark's, what grades did you teach? What was it like joining the staff as a new person, a new teacher at St. Mark's? Right. A new teacher at 40. That was great. (laughs) It it was great. I mean, the staff at St. Mark's was amazing. St. Mark's had just gone through another, it had gone through a transition. And so there were a lot of new people on staff that had just joined that year. So it was like a whole new beginning. There were a couple new pastors, a new principal, a couple new teachers. And so there was a whole lot of us that were new that year. So it was kind of like a new beginning. Um, And actually then at first they interviewed me for third grade, but I ended up starting in middle school. And so it was great. There, there were Debbie Armbruster's there and she, she was, well, she just retired and she's been there for forever. And so there were always supportive people that were around. And, and over the time that I was there, I've taught everything from third grade through eighth grade and that's just everything in between. So yeah, it's been great. I I had a great time there. Learned so much from so many people, did musicals, did plays, did all kinds of things. What did you find challenging about being in a setting like that in a a smaller Lutheran school where you get to teach? really everything on the spectrum, on the the academic line there. What was that challenging about that? And what did you like about that as well? Well, the thing that's challenging is that you never really know, you never really know from year to year what you're going, what you're going to be teaching. But then it's also, it's, so it's a little bit of both. So it's like, you don't really kind of get stuck in the same thing. Because you you never really know, and I like the smaller schools. I, I think it's nice that that the, the staff is very close, and you really work together as a team. I think it's been great. That was a it was a great thing to be able to do that. That you have that kind of bonding. That you all work together when something goes wrong, and yeah, I just love working together as a small staff. What. Did your years of teaching as a Lutheran teacher, how have your years as a teacher formed you into the being a principal? And what does it mean to be a principal after nearly 20 years of teaching at St. Well, more than 20 because you taught at other schools before coming to St. Mark's as well. Right. So, so I'm in, I think, my 25th year of teaching. I'm not so it. Every time I think about it, it kind of amazes me how I have a plan and God has a different plan. <laughs> because my my plan, I was I loved teaching at St. Mark's, and then they, for whatever reason, needed to have someone while we were waiting, transitioning for a principal. 
So because I was there for so long, I became campus director for a year or so while we waited for a principal. So that gave me some leadership experience. Then when the principal came, they're like, oh, great, you should do the SLED program, which is an amazing program, teaches so much about leadership and being a principal. And I was there and I loved it, but I'm sitting there going, I'm so old, why am I here? (laughs) Because everybody else is younger. But I was like, well, God has me here for a reason, but I sure didn't know why. And then two years ago, I thought that it was probably time for me to go somewhere else and maybe do some ministry somewhere else. So then I came to Our Savior in Fenton because I also did a lot of marketing, things like that at St. Mark's while I was there. And so I knew that Our Savior was also looking for someone to do some things like that besides the teaching part. So so I actually came and started doing that here. And then uh, the principal passed away suddenly. And so, again, they needed someone to step up into that principal role. And so that's how I ended up where I am, because I really thought that I was just going to finish my few years left and just be able to do my marketing and my teaching and just do that. But God was saying, no, you have these other things that you need to be doing here. And I love it, but that was not the path that I would have chosen. So, But the, the Lord, I, I, you can see, and, and I think we all can see now through that, the SLED program that prepares principals and leaders for Lutheran schools, having that as part of your formation and your continuing education, I think certainly was a valuable experience and serves you well in the position that you're in now. Speaking of continuing education, you mentioned earlier that you attended public university here, University of Missouri-St. Louis here in St. Louis, and then went into teaching in Lutheran schools. Tell us about the colloquy process to become a rostered and called Lutheran teacher. Right. So when I did the colloquy, I know it's a lot different now. So when I did the colloquy, there were a lot of people in the St. Louis area. They, they were really trying to start the colloquy program. And there were a lot of people around here who needed to take the colloquy. So they actually got some professors from the SEM. And so they actually had live, real, some people who did the colloquy classes here at St. Paul de Pere. And so we actually had real classes, colloquy classes here. So, but again, it, it takes time. And again, it was taking time away from my family because this was something that I did after I got my degree. So I didn't, I didn't finish my colloquy until probably, I don't know, a few years after I, probably after my other children, because again, it was important, but it would, but I needed to kind of balance between work and my family and all of that. And I loved that. I learned so much in those classes too. Uh, and they were very helpful, but online was not an option. So again, I'm very grateful that I had those because again, not being raised Lutheran, it really helped me a lot. So through the colloquy classes that you took, that gave you an opportunity to study theology and other aspects of being a Lutheran teacher that really benefited you in the classroom. And as you pointed out, taking it all in, being able to balance your family life and your teaching schedule as well so that you were able to complete those. It might take a little time, but you were able to complete them and saw them as valuable. And I'm guessing since you were taking classes in person, you were also able to meet other teachers who are in a similar boat, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was great 
to, to again, meet other teachers there. The, I guess the final thing, and I don't know if they still, I don't know what they still do, but, you know, you had to actually then have the questioning or whatever from the panel or whatever. But because my children were so little, I did not have to go up to Chicago to do that. They actually, and this was not when it was like the big Zoom thing was a thing. They actually did set something up at the International Center so that I would, did not have to go up to meet them. They actually did that for me. So that was, I was very thankful for that. So. So you bring up a great point. After taking your classes, then you have an official interview to be certified or colloquized so that you can serve as a Lutheran, a rostered Lutheran teacher in a called position. So after colloquization, then you were still teaching at St. Mark's and not long after that's when you received the call then to come to our savior in Fenton and serve there as teacher. Through that formation experience and the people who encouraged you along the way, do you think that there are ways that we as congregations and teachers alike can provide encouragement to raise up more teachers like you who are what we would call second career, who served in a career before, but then are considering maybe teaching as well? You mentioned in Sunday school and VBS as an opportunity. Are there other ways that we as congregations or as individuals can encourage people to consider teaching, Lutheran teaching, as a second career? I mean, I think a lot of times that people, a lot of times, I mean, if you think about it, when you're in high school, you really don't know what you want to do. And I think even more so now, I think there's so much pressure on people that they think that they have to know what they want to do for their whole entire lives. And I think that people are concerned about how much money they're going to make or especially the way that the media makes everything, things that you have to be, make so much money or have this or have that. And there's just so much pressure. And I think that it's difficult. And I think that we need to try to talk to the kids, but then also the second career people. Both of my children, actually all three of my children, none of them are doing what they got their degree in. In, in college. So they're all second career people. It's like everybody, there's a lot of them. I think if you talk to probably a lot of kids who get their degrees, they do not do what it is that they go to school to do. So why not have them be second career people in ministry? So it's like, I just think that we just need to talk to people more about it. So what I hear you saying is, it's okay to make a change. Don't be afraid to make a change. You might have a degree in one thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your career has to be in that for the rest of your life. You can consider, especially if you're thinking about being a Lutheran teacher, it, there, there's never a wrong time to consider being a Lutheran teacher and what that might mean for you. Maybe it means going back to college. Maybe it might mean just the colloquy process. It could mean a variety of things, but it th- there's never a bad time to really think about making that, that change. Right. And the thing is that life is too short. You want to be happy doing what you do. And I think there's just so many people who go to work and they can't wait to go home and you should love your job. And if you love your job, then it's not really a job. It's like when my husband says, when are you coming home? Then that means that I love my job way too much. So, but it is, it's truly that we have a sign here. We do not have to do anything we get to. And I think that's truly what it really is a blessing that we get to do what we do every day. And that you should be able to feel that way about wherever God has placed you. And if you don't, then you need to really consider about maybe I'm not where I need to be. 
our guest today, Linda Dane, teacher and principal of Our Savior Lutheran School in Fenton, Missouri. Thanks so much for being a part of the Set Apart to Serve series and sharing your story with us today. You're very welcome. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Set Apart to Serve by visiting lcms.org slash SAS. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.